Alrighty, it is fall after two o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon. It simply means Penny Libiana is in the Cliff Central. Welcome to cliffcentral.com. My name is Penny Libiani and I'm with you until three o'clock and we're flipping the script on you. For the past two weeks, we've been talking about my other loves. Uh, my other love is all things African. I'm sure you saw a bit of that on Heat Magazine, but there is more to this goal than just that. Today we're talking love and life. This is where we try to get to the crux of hmm, the story of life, which is love, relationships, things that just don't work. When the relationship is working, sounds like things and everything else falls into place sometimes. Um, but um, when it is working, you feel like you're on top of the world and you can take control of your life. Uh, it's just funny how things are never right at the same time. But most of the time, it's relationships that just never fall into place. So I'm trying to go with you into the space where we can get answers to the question. Why doesn't it work? How do I get it right? What did I do wrong? It's not you. It's me. It's not me. It's you. <laughs> so what I've done is that um, I've acquired the services of Bonnie Creswick. She's a relationship counselor, a public speaker, and an American published author. So I'm that girl that's in her 30s that's got relationship problems. And these have been going on for as long as I can remember. So if you're in your teens... This is the best place for you to be so that you don't do the same mistakes. And if you're tw- in your 20s and you're already experimenting, this could help you to get things right from the get-go. So you cut out the bad things. And if you're in your 30s and you're feeling like, hmm, it's downhill from here, maybe you can turn the ship around. So that by the time you get into your 40s, life really begins. They say life begins at 40 after all. Bonnie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, thank you very much mm-hmm. for joining us. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, you've written a book, you've been a public speaker, and you're a relationship counselor. What is a relationship counselor? Well, I, I do it a little bit differently. I don't know whether I'm a life coach or relationship counselor. I'm many things. But when a client comes to me, what I teach them is behavioral change in order to get what they want instead of get what they get. Because get what they want instead of get what they get. Yes. I think I need a notebook to take that down. Uh-huh. You know, it's interesting because when you usually, when you meet a man or a woman, a man meets a woman, what happens is the initial attraction is there. Um, and a lot of women, what they do is they go for the, quote, bad boy. They're interested in the unavailable man. And they don't, they don't know whether he's available or unavailable, but they're attracted to his, um, the way he operates. He's very smooth. He's very attractive. And they, they, he's drawn, they're drawn in by him because he's challenging to them. Uh huh. So that's the beginning of attraction when the man challenges a woman. And, and most women are attracted to men who are not available because a lot of their fathers weren't there when they were younger. It all goes back to your original childhood. 
Okay. Chem- chemistry is based on your childhood. Chemistry is based on your childhood? Yes, yes. Everything else is an extension of your childhood. Okay. All your relationships. Okay, based, okay. I'm really, I'm writing this down. Okay, okay. all right. Um, let's get back to that. Okay, y- yesterday when we were prepping for the show, uh, and, and you just said it now, you know, women, we are attracted to men who are not available. And yes, because we're sitting here with women, but like, do men worry about the same these same things? I mean, do they get what they want and not get what they get? Men men get what they want because what they are is they're very challenging to women and um they do get what they want because they're unavailable. I mean, in their in their in their manner. In other words, um how can I put this? Men get what they want because relationships are not their first focus. Their work is their focus. So, so you're saying that for us as women, relationships are first, are our first focus. Yes. Why is that so? Well, because we're multifaceted. I mean, women have a lot of dimension, and they're interested in um, they're interested in other things. I mean, they have children, their mothers, their sisters. They're uh, they're women. We have a lot of dimension, and men don't. They really don't. Uh, usually what they are is they're interested in, uh, you know, in their work first because men measure their self-esteem through other men, not through women. And then we, women, me- and women, we measure our self-esteem through our relationships? Men. Through yes. men? Yes. It's like we're all in this little cesspool, Penny. It's like we're in this little pool of, of competition with each other when it comes to men. I mean, even when you're in high school, the one who's dating the jock, dating the football player, we're all looking at the guy at the head of the ladder. We're all, we're all looking at him. And, and then some of us get a little bit more realistic. Maybe we had a more balanced childhood. And we're looking for a nice guy, somebody who's solid, somebody who's got good values. And we take the time to get to know him. And those relationships are generally the ones that work out when there isn't so much chemistry in the beginning. Okay, so no chemistry in the beginning not is no, a good thing. Not no. Mm-hmm. Chemistry where, let's say, let's say you go out on a date and you're sitting across from somebody who's not physically that attractive to you, but he's got a great personality and he's wonderful conversationalist, he's bright, and you're sitting and thinking to yourself, oh, I wish I could be attracted to him. I like everything about him. I like his, I like the way he speaks to me. I like the way he handles himself. I like the way he treats me. I like who he is, but I'm not attracted to him. Women, can be attracted down the road. We can fall in love down the road. Men can't. They have to be attracted immediately. But over time, we can change their clothes. We can change the ugly glasses. We can give them a new hair. And then someone picks them up. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Not if they're that original person that we liked, where we like their values and who they were, and so on and so forth. But nonetheless, we can make changes and make him more attractive to us. But we can fall in love over time. It doesn't have to be the wow factor immediately. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just too much, Bonnie. All right, I'm talking to Bonnie Kurzuk in the studio. She's our relationship coach and author. You can give us a call on 0861 We're going to be taking some agony questions. We're going to talk about West State stories. Uh, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, to, to kind of like, um, get Bonnie to really, really get us into shape when it comes to this dating thing. Um, yes, 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 yes. I'm probably going to use myself as a guinea pig along the way. But, um, 
we'll need a you know more sessions uh, for me to do that. Uh, Bonnie, what are the what are the general I mean questions that people come to you with about dating? Is it is it different for people in, in their twenties than it is in their thirties? What what happens to both men and Nothing's women? Nothing's different. Nothing's different from the time I was born. Nothing is different, and I'm in a completely generation than you. So what I want to tell you is this. Nothing's different because emotionally nothing's different. Men want the same thing that they've always wanted. Women want the same thing they've always wanted. So why can't we just get this thing? We can't get it because women are too impatient. They fall in love too quickly. They go. They start to initiate. They pursue, and they can't get what they want because the only woman that a man is going to be attracted to is one that challenges him in a good way and also one that keeps him coming back because they're not giving away the farm. Okay, what is challenging him in a good way? Challenging him in a good way is by staying in your life, remaining independent, not changing your life for him, not compromising yourself for him. Because often when a woman meets a man, she thinks that she's in a relationship in the first three weeks if if she's seen him three times. (laughs) So she thinks it's the beginning. People use that term very loosely when they're just dating. You know, when a man meets you, he's in his desires. He's not in his emotions. So when a woman meets a man, she's thinking, oh, maybe I could fall in love with this man. She's ahead of the game. She's way down the line. And it takes six months for a man to fall in love. Six months? Mm-hmm. Not six minutes, Penny. Sorry. Are you kidding me? <laughs> not six minutes. That's- Three relationships for a girl in 2014, <laughs> you know, each lasting two months. Do you, do you think that, yeah, that could be the problem. It takes time. It takes time Six for a man. Six months. It isn't that he isn't attracted to you. It isn't like it doesn't feel like he's falling in love, but he's in his desires for you. And the only way that a man falls in love is by surprise. And by that, I mean he pursues you. He pursues you. You stay in your own life. You don't make yourself that available to him. You don't cancel everything. You don't stop seeing your girlfriends. You don't you don't change your life for him because you're dating him. You're not in a relationship until it becomes a relationship. What's the difference? The difference is in six months when he says he loves you and you love him, you start working toward the ninth month of when you're going to start fighting. And then you have to learn how to resolve your differences. And if you're two very different people fighting all the time, it's not going to last the four seasons that a relationship needs to have. Four seasons. It takes one year to have a relationship. Okay, Bonnie, I, I don't, I don't understand. What do you mean it takes one year? To well, let me, let me explain. Everything changes every three months in the first year of a relationship. The first three months, you're dating, you're getting to know him. Now, what happens with women very often is they're very disappointed after the first three months because he's usually ending the relationship, and the reason being is she's done everything too quickly. So let's say in the first month, she thinks she's in a deep relationship with him, and he's just getting to know her. He's not thinking about marriage, about a deep relationship. He's just enjoying himself. And what she's doing is she's making the chicken soup. She's having him over for dinner. She wants him to meet her daughter. She wants him to meet her her, her, her parents, her girlfriends. She's including him in her life, and suddenly that joy of her becomes a choking, gagging choke where he's feeling suffocated and the pressure of her. And so as she's in this too much and she's revealed her hands, so to speak, like in Liar's Poker, and she's given him too much and expressed too much care for him, he's starting to feel guilty that maybe I'm going to hurt this girl. I don't know how I feel about her. I'm not there yet. But she's already setting the table. 
So as a result, after the first three months, the party is usually over. And it's not the guy's fault. Well, it's not the guy's fault because he didn't make her any promises. You know, I mean, very often after the first three months when she's done too much, send him the cute little clippings and the cards and the emails and the everything. Change the linen. And and, and gone nuts. You know, then she blames him and calls him a jerk. Yeah. He didn't make her any promises. He's dating her. I mean, men operate in their best interest. Women operate in their worst interest. Whoa, Bonnie. Man, I can't help it. I've been there. I've done it. I'm a genius, Penny, because I've made all these mistakes in my life. I can't keep up with these notes. I think I need to get a tape of this show and just, like, listen to that over and over again. So it's quite clear that we've been making a lot of mistakes as women. I guess uh, it's not like – I mean, are we not – is it because we're not having – open, honest conversations about this. And I mean, it's okay. It's not the first time, but it's really the first time I'm hearing it as crystal clear as you just said it. Like, look, that's just how it is. You know, when a woman goes out, let's just say you just meet somebody for the first time and you've had a a nice evening with him and you go someplace lovely for dinner and you're having wine and a lovely meal. Uh, Women invariably bring up relationships. And the only reason men talk about relationships with women is they know we want to talk about them. But really, they can think of about 12,000 other things they prefer to hear. But they do it because it's a way to manipulate us. It's a way to listen to us. It's maybe a way to get us into bed, whatever. But they're sick of it. They don't want to hear that stuff. They're not there. They're not on the same wavelength as we are. And we bring that stuff up too quickly. I had a friend of mine in America. Her mother, she drove her mother insane. She would come home from a date and she'd say, I don't know what to do. We, I asked him on the date. And it was the first date. I asked him on the date if he wanted to have children. And he said he had a vasectomy. She said, and after he said that, she said, I don't think I want to see him anymore. She said, vasectomy, the mother said to her. Mm. Vasectomy, why didn't you just go to a movie? <laughs> why are you talking about why that? Why are you talking vasectomy on the first, first date? date? Well, we talk about relationships. Who was your ex? What happened? Blah, blah, blah. We go on and on and on about relationships. And we have these intense conversations on the first date. And you walk away and you feel very empty because you haven't taken the time to get to know the person. It feels intimate, but it isn't. Not it's at, too oh, yeah. much, too soon. It's too much, too soon. Yes. So you should not even try and talk about like what happened in your previous six relationships. And you don't need to talk about any of that stuff. Nothing. You just need to talk about other There's a million other things to talk about. Talk about soccer. You can talk about politics. You can talk about South Africa. You can talk about why the pollution is killing everybody here. You can talk about a million things. For why? a whole year. For a whole night. I'm talking the first date. Well, if we're going to be dating for a year, that's what we're going to be talking about. No, 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 no. It grows. You can have discussions about relationships, of course. First of all, you have to find out somewhere along the line if he's available because most women are attracted to men that are not available. Okay. Yes, we spoke about that off air. You alluded to that a bit earlier. On. I mean, what does that mean? How do you, if someone is asking you out, doesn't that mean they're available? No. He could be married and asking you out. He could have a girlfriend at home asking you out. I mean, you've seen cheaters on television. Yes. <laughs> well, they, they have multiple things going on. Most people are not that faithful. You have to find somebody who's honest, who's really out of a relationship. And how you do that is this. What you find out within the date or the next, the few dates, whatever, is 
first of all, how long has he been out of his last relationship? That's number one. And who left who? And why? And why? And not only that, but let's say a man has been rejected for another man. Let's say the woman has rejected him. She had a lover and he found out about it. And let's say they were together for two years and she he finds out. When that ends, it takes him, now you better hold on to your seatbelt, Penny. It takes him three to five years to get over it. What? Three to five years. And that's not so much about love. That's more about ego. So it takes him about three to five years to get over a relationship. I said this on the air one night. I was a talk show host in Denver, Colorado. I said this on the air one day, and the whole switchboard blew up. And every man called me and said, it was like I was a priest. It was like they were confessing because I said that they hurt women in the interim. They meet very nice women, and it takes them three to five years to get over it. And along the way, What happens is these women that date them, they're transition women. They're just in and out of their lives. And they don't mean it. They don't feel like it's going to take them three to five years. But when a man is hurt like that, what he does is he doesn't deal with his feelings immediately. He diverts. And very often he diverts into other women or his work or something, whatever. He just doesn't go to his feelings. So it takes him a very long time to get over his rejection. Okay. Uh uh how do you even how do you know that you are that transition person in that person's life you know it because you've asked him the question from the beginning who left who how long has it been going on if if he was left by somebody for another person or if he was deeply hurt by that you know that he's not available he's not available for a relationship he doesn't have the capacity for a relationship It's more about capacity than it is about you. It's more about capacity than it is about the woman. There are many men who have met women along the way who they should have ended up with, who they could have ended up with, but they weren't ready. At that time. Because they were hurt. I've always contended that that men go much deeper than women emotionally. I know women will be screaming about this. (gasps) I believe that for one reason. Because men usually come back to women they break up with if they bonded with them. And women usually they grieve, they cry, they, they get throw, angry, they and get they upset, throw themselves, them, yeah. Yeah, they throw themselves in front of parked cars. You know, I mean, they do dramatic things. <laughs> They're drama queens. They go crazy. And then somebody cute walks by and they're dating them and they're fine and they're over it. Now a man on the other hand, he can't get over it that quickly. It takes him a long time. Okay. It's, it's, it's it's so much to process what you've just said. So I need I need to, I need to take a break. So we're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back. Okay.
Okay. Yeah, no. Beyonce there and her friends. What is it? Helplessly or hopelessly in love? Dangerous in love? What are you see, these are the songs. I'm telling you, I blame these songs and the movies and, ugh, and all those fairy tales. Look at where we are now. 14.28 on a Wednesday afternoon. My name is Penny and we're talking love and life. In the studio, my guest today is Bonnie Creswick, relationship counselor, public speaker and American author. Uh, okay. During the break, I think there's a lot of unlearning that I need to do. I don't know about you as you're listening, but I think some of the things that Bonnie said, I mean, some people say four years to like, men take four years to get over a relationship. I'm just thinking there's someone out there who's been dating someone for 10 years. They have two kids <laughs> with this person and this person is still in love with someone else. Or they're even married to that person. And they're just like, yeah, sit here. I'm getting over myself. Because women are always saying, men have got issues. Men have got issues. They Bonnie? really do. No. Really do. No. no. I, I think it makes perfect sense to me because, you know, I've been on the disappointing end as a woman, as many women have, of not getting what they want when they're dating somebody they're attracted to. But I didn't do my homework. I didn't find out whether or not he was available. Uh, if somebody's just left a relationship, just remember this. If somebody's re- left a relationship like six months ago and or a year ago or eight months ago, whatever, within the last year, if they if, I'm, if you meet a man and he says, you know, my, bro- my girlfriend and I broke up because, you know, we had an argument and it was just better for us or whatever, um, chances are he's going to go back to her. Uh, men always go back to women they bond with, and it's not always for the right reasons. I mean, you know, you always hear them call you later in the relationship after they break up with you or you break up with them, and they don't let go because on some level they think you're always going to be there and you're always going to be waiting for them. So they're all, they'll always check in with you. Yes, you know. they do. So they, they call no matter how it ended, whatever happened, they call just to make sure you're still sitting on that cloud waiting for <laughs> them to return. So, you know, so that's what they do. So you have to find out if he just broke up, they had an argument, maybe he's out for the evening and he really is still in love with her. You don't know. So if it's it's if it's a recent breakup, you have to be very careful not to continue dating him because even though you're attracted to him, chances are he's going back to her. Yeah, I guess I'm go for I can make him change. Okay, Gatlachos joining us in the studio. So what we're going to do is um, we've got a clip. And then Katlikos is gonna, is gonna, she's also gonna tell us her relationship, um, problems. Problems. Okay, Bonnie, that's what we're gonna do. So okay. we'll, we'll talk under general, okay. and then we'll have Katlikos and others coming in and, you know, and also take some calls on 0861 uh, and then we'll give you Bonnie's details a little bit later on, um, where you can send an email and get in touch with her and all of that. Okay. Should we start with a clip? Okay, in this. So, why did you break up with your ex boyfriend? I caught him cheating. How does one catch someone cheating? Oh, you need to be a detective, and with social networks, it's so much easier to find out what your significant other is getting up to and who they're getting up to with. So, how did you do this? So, um, first of all, there was an event that I didn't go to, and he went to, and then a friend of mine was like, hmm, he was there with someone else. And I was like, okay. Then he said, oh, are you going to another event? I was like, no, I'm not going because I know that the last time I didn't go, he was there with someone else. But I was going to go. And then I went and I hid until I found him. Right. What is it? Red-handed. Does that not make you crazy? 
No, 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 no. You see, the thing about guys is that if you don't have proof, it's always your word against his. He'll tell you and make you seem crazy, actually. He'll say, no, 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 it wasn't me. Someone who looked like me. I wasn't even at the event. No, it's my cousin. Oh, my gosh. No, you need proof. Would you ever sleep with him again? Screw you. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, buddy. There you have it. for her. So that's it? Absolutely. It's that's, over. That's the way to go. It's absolutely over. He's not committed to her. He's not committed. Maybe they were together for two weeks or two months. Who knows? Probably <laughs> probably not quite three and then three and then it's over. But who knows? Who knows what the actual the details of that were? But he was he's not faithful. He doesn't have the same core values that she's looking for. You have to be able to let go of what isn't for you. It's very difficult for women. We have to be able to let go and, and, and realize there's life after a bad relationship or a disappointment. And very often what we do is we stay too long at the fair. We wait and we hope and we think we can change them and we think we can change the outcome. Why do we, th- why do we always think that we can change them? You, you know, earlier on you spoke about, you know, you meet someone who's not emotionally available and in, instead of, of walking away right there and saying, you know what, actually, uh, you're a great person, uh, great personality, everything. It's, you know, I'm, I'm, it's good that I know you, but, um, you know, I don't want to, we can't date because this person is not emotionally available. Um, and at the same time, you can't be honest with yourself and say, you know what, I want a relationship out of this. It doesn't look like this person is going to give me a relationship and it's okay. But you'd rather say, okay, um, I can work with it. You know, I'll we'll change. Hanging. You know, and over time, over time um, you know, and you and you're there. You're just like lingering, and you doing all the so-called right things in inverted commas. You know, commas. You 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 you're there. You you're a friend. You're encouraging. You're calling them. You're cooking for them. And you think eventually. And you think eventually they'll fall in love. Right. And then I'm sure they try not to be a bad person. They call you back as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, men men say yes to everything. So they'll say yes to all of that. They're just not going to fall in love with it. You know, they'll say yes to all the good things that you're providing. They'll enjoy every bit of it, but they're not committing to you. Because, you see, a man has to pursue a woman. A man has to initiate everything. A man has to respect you. And if you're doing everything for him, if you're burping him and feeding him and taking care of him too quickly, he's not going to be interested. He's not going to be challenged by you. So he's not going to pursue you, and he's not going to respect you, and he's not going to fall in love with you. They have to do that. If you look at a male's life, he's competitive in his sports, he's competitive in his job, he's competitive in the world. Why wouldn't he be competitive with his women? Why wouldn't he need a challenge with his woman? But, Bonnie, someone will argue and say, oh, you know, that's so old school. That's just how it used to be. These days you have to go after what you want, including a man. Well, no, that's what that's what our society is saying. What I'm saying is nothing is different emotionally from old school. It's the same. It's the same. The way a woman, a man falls in, a, a woman, what is it? There's a song. It's called, a, girl ch- a man chases a girl until she catches him. It's an old song. It's never been any different. Can we find that song, please? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. You, you're in your 20s, right? Yeah, 25. You're 25. Yeah, things get hectic. Everybody in the whole studio is 24 Except or 25. Except me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and me. Yeah. So on the other side, it, the things that the things actually things that are 
start falling apart right there. If you don't get it, yeah, if you don't get it right there, it's gonna be That's interesting. Scary. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. No, it's very exciting because you're sitting next to Bonnie. You can have, you can avoid I'm not going anywhere. I'm here for you. Yeah, you can avoid. The mistakes that some of us made. Yeah. Okay, so what's going on with you? The first clip that we played, actually, um, I can relate to that story. The same thing happened to me. Um, my first boyfriend, hot yellow bone, hot, hot guy. Um, and first mistake. A couple of, like a year and a half into the relationship, I found out he was cheating on me. But he wasn't just sleeping around. He was dating three other girls at the same time that he was dating me. And I found this out on Facebook. Ouch. Social media. Social media. century dating. Very revealed. And I was just like poking around on his like profile. I wasn't looking for anything. And then next thing I come across this message from some girl saying that he tags girls along and, and whatever and whatever. And then I inbox this girl and she told me everything. And then I've tracked down the other three girls and they told me everything as well. Okay. And I broke up with him via SMS and that was it. Well, you know, it's interesting that people don't break up in person. I find that amazing. They meet I was too the, mad. They meet in an email and they wipe the whole thing clean in an SMS. I don't mm. get it. I think people need more face-to-face contact. I think they need to talk on the telephone more than they do. And I, I just, I don't understand the texting and the, I don't understand that. That's not my world. It's not unromantic. Uh, you can say goodbye easily on a on an email or a text message. Uh, it's ridiculous. You're not really communicating, and you're making it very easy for the other person to be dishonest. But you know, I wouldn't need social media to tell me that my boyfriend was seeing three other women, dating three other women, going here, going there. I wouldn't need it. I, I'd only need to know that he's not with me. He's not with me. He's not checking in. He's not defining where he's going. He, I, I, I wouldn't have a handle on him. I would know without knowing. I don't, I don't need uh, social media to tell me that he's looking up other women on Facebook or dating other women. I do would you, know. Do you think? Do you think uh, dating in the 21st century, when you throw in social media, just complicates? What is already complicated? If oh, I think I think I think what it's doing is heartbreaking. I do. I think it's making it a thousand times harder, harder. to care for people. Yes, I think it's very difficult okay, because it's taking all the romance out of life. It's taking all the mystery out. It's taking everything away, and it's also giving you the wrong messages. Like if I told you that it takes three months for a man to 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 you know to be dating you and six months for him to fall in love, and you meet him on the internet. He's just as entitled as you are to be on there on a dating site looking for more women. He's just as he's dating. He's not in love with you. So let's say you have a date with somebody that you met on the internet on a dating site. And then all of a sudden you see him looking at other women. You immediately assume he doesn't like you. Well, that's not necessarily true because you're looking at other men on the internet. Mm. I mean, it's just a date. A date is, a date is a meeting. So the rules. Are there, what are the rules, actually? I can't even say the rules have changed because I don't even know what the rules are. <laughs> you know, there there are disciplines. There are. There are things that you really need to consciously retrain yourself. You really have to do that. Uh-huh. You have to, you know, for women, it's not that difficult. They have to do less instead of more. So as women, we have, have to, to control do, yourself. As women, we have to do less instead okay. of more. Instead of more. Yes. So you, you stop have to, everything. Yes, that's right. You have to let him pursue you. Okay. You have to let him initiate. Okay, Flex has a question. He's hey, right, yeah. Hey, Flex. Hey, you were just talking about uh, finding people on the internet and that. Yeah. Like, it's a bit harder than, like, said, like, 
how do you approach them first? You can't just add them on Facebook randomly. Like, what is the key to it? Like, Initiating to, yeah, conversation. Yeah, you need to initiate it now that you've added them. Now, where do you go from there? So you, you like, you want to be finding, meeting people? Like, um, I've, I've never actually thought of the concept of actually meeting people online because it's a bit, like, scary. Like, you don't know if you're going to yeah. be talking to a guy on the other end and you're a guy. It becomes or, catfish. Yeah. Okay. How do you avoid catfish? Okay, so it's already... Okay, Bonnie. Oh, you want me to yeah. respond to that? Um, I met my husband on the internet on a dating site 14 years ago. Really? Oh, he wow. came. He, he, he was living in Johannesburg. We're in our latter years. We're older. Um, he was living in Johannesburg and Parktown, and he wouldn't go to Randburg because it was geographically undesirable. So he decided to go on the internet. He was on various dating sites, and he tried to go on the internet and go to America. He just, for one reason or another, opened it up to America, and he found me. He found two women that he responded to, and I was one of them. And uh, interestingly enough, although Randburg was too far from Parktown, <laughs> he came all the way to Denver, Colorado to, to meet me. So I had a blind date, and he did too, in Denver, Colorado, and he had never been to America before. Okay, but now fast forward 14 years later. 14 years later, we have a wonderful marriage. It's Twitter and Facebook. Here's Flex here. He's saying, um, I just want to know how to how avoid these catfish. Like, yeah. how do you make sure you're actually talking to someone? And how do you even start talking to them after you've added them? You can't just say, like, hey, I'm random stranger, because they're going to now get scared away because you're mm. telling them you're a random stranger. There's pedophiles and things like Yeah, there. there's dangerous things on the internet, and you need to make them feel secure that they're talking to someone that's legitimately interested. See, I was only on dating sites. I, I'm, and, and my clients only go on dating sites that they pay for. Mm-hmm. So it's just a little bit easier, and you can be more anonymous. The anonymity is there. I think Facebook is uh, very complex. I think it's a very mm. complex question. I would not date on Facebook. I would only mm. go to controlled dating sites. So me, I agree. I'm 21. Would that would a dating site work for me? Absolutely. Like, am I not too young to start no. using dating sites? No, you're not. And could you not go out with somebody a little bit older than you? If if how much older are we talking? A year. I could do or like the same year, age. But the average age of people on dating sites, what is that? Well, it depends. You put it in, 18 to whatever. And then it will find me someone to that yes. matches. Mm-hmm. But then how do I know that I'm not going to be meeting up with someone that's going to put me in their boot? <laughs> I don't what think you're you going can, to though. do is you're going to find the first date should be in an email. You should start with an email, and then the second date is on the telephone. So you get to make a phone call, and you get to find out where they work and where they live and who they are, and you have a big conversation with them like in real life. And then you talk to them and you get a good sense of being able to check them out and see who they are to protect yourself. I personally think an Internet dating site is the safest way to meet somebody because years ago we used to meet somebody in a bar. They used to give us their card or we gave them ours or we gave them our number and they were showing up at our door the next day. And it could have been Ted Bundy, could have been Jack the Ripper, but he had a good looking suit on. So I think finding out about them on the telephone, and if he says he's a lawyer or she says she's an executive with whatever, or whatever she does, you can check her out. Because I'm the guy, do I have to initiate the conversation like 
do the first email or it doesn't work? Oh, no, no, no. You can do whatever you want on the first email and also on the phone call because you've never met. But must I wait for her to message me to say she's comfortable that I'm talking to her? Oh, you can do both. Well, it doesn't make any difference. You can do whatever you want on an email on a dating site. You can you can write her a note and say – and also dating sites find people for you. They give you matches, but that that I've never been interested in. I've always been interested in finding my own match, but it takes a lot of work. I mean, you can go through a thousand email, a thousand uh, profiles, Perfect. and uh, find five people you're interested in. Out of a thousand. Out of a thousand. I used to do it for my stepdaughter all the time, and I've done it for clients when they're too lazy to do it. <laughs> but um, you know, but you look at the f- picture first, of course, Whoa. and then you look, read their profile. This is a lot of work. So it's, it's work. so important it's to have your picture just perfect. You must have a picture because nobody's going to look at you and they're going to think you're hiding from them if you don't. Mm-hmm. And you really and some of these pictures they're like a hundred miles away. You can't even see the person. Okay, Flex, are you answered? Yeah, I think I'm answered. Thank you. These youngsters <laughs> dating site. Dating questions site. for Flex, days. I think just stick to going to the movies in the mall. Yeah, and that's not what twenty-one year olds do. Okay, go to a club. I don't know. Yeah, what what happened to going to the mall and the movies, walking well, and seeing a nice girl? This whole new world. Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back. Whoa. I'm calling. Yeah, maybe I'm selfish. I want you to myself. I can't help it. Oh, my. Yeah, maybe I'm selfish. Oh, my. Ladies and podcasts. Maybe I'm selfish. I want you to myself. I can't help it. Thick chicks down in Texas, all the way to New Orleans where the girls cook catfish. And in LA, every chick's an actress. Hollywood status with the shaded glasses. To Detroit, yeah, the place that I rest, where the ladies got asses and a lot of sex. And Hot Atlanta, y'all, is one of the best, where they speak Southern slang and smoke lasses. And New York women are way too fresh, too much on your mind. Let me ease that stress. I wish you all were mine, it's so selfish. Maybe I'm feeling myself too much, I guess. Why? To my ladies all across the globe, in small towns that I don't even know. No. To all local international code, whether you see me in streets or catch me at shows, I'm calling. Yeah, maybe I'm selfish. I want you to myself, I can't help it. Oh my. Yeah, maybe I'm selfish. Oh my. Trying to come around my girl acting like Mr. Friendly And still the spotlight like Mr. Bentley I spotted her like Spud McKenzie And for them fake boobies I paid them Benjis Get your own I got Paris, he got Nicky, he tried to get him a clone He said, yeah, you know you got extra hoes And everything you do is extra cold From the polo fleece to the Jesus piece I got family in high places like Jesus, niece Can I please say my peace? If y'all fresh to death, then I'm deceased And this one here is a heat rock Spit like a beatbox The way the beat rocks New version of Pete Rock But for that Benz, I get CL love So I switch my girls around like 3L Dub I'm calling Maybe I'm selfish I want you to myself, I can't help it Oh my Yeah, maybe I'm selfish Oh my Yeah. Baby. What up, Pam? How 
your little man doing in New Jersey? Last I heard, he caught the flu and you was worried, hoping feels better. And thanks, Jonetta from Cleveland, for that good head and your Jetta better. Believe it, Shanice, you my piece from Compton. Before I'm off the plane, make sure you cops and trees to spark up. Danielle, ATL, got them pictures in the mail. You sealed with a kiss and you sent it with Chanel. You looking good in that one showing off your body. Had a Beverly Hills mommy that would buy me Cardi's. Take me to after parties. Her name was Kari. And it sucks that we didn't keep in touch. I'm sorry, but hey, Kim, how's Minneapolis? You so pretty. Hate you show off your titties for silly classes. Cause I love you girls, though you ain't mine. I wish my arms was long enough to hug you all at the same time. I'm calling. Yeah, maybe I'm selfish. I want you to myself. I can't help it. Oh my. Yeah, maybe I'm selfish. You're my ladies and I can't. Maybe I'm selfish. I want you to myself. I can't help it. It's 14.48. Yeah, 12 to go before 3 o'clock on cliffcentral.com. That's where we are. My name is Penny Lebiane, and this is Love and Life on a Wednesday. (laughs) Talk about information overload. I'm trying to press pause, delete, rewind, (laughs) record, record new information. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's It's overwhelming a a bit. It is overwhelming a bit, Katlejo. Okay, so you you got answered there. Yeah. Flex got answered about, I never thought like, a, you know, 21, 22, you could be going on a dating site. Because it was made to believe like it's for people who've tried mm. everything and it hasn't worked. I think he's still young to be asking. No, I think you should. I think you just cut out the mess before, you know what I mean? Before mm. you land bad things. Start right. Mm. So that's what you should do too. At 25, get on a dating site. You're going to meet... I'm too picky though. This is the problem. But this is it. It'll help you pick better because right now you're picking by experiencing the crap. And you're like, oh, <laughs> after you've experienced the crap, you're like, that's crap. So you can <laughs> eliminate it on the dating side before you even deal with it. I think right, it's a yeah. nice screening. Do you know how many times my clients date? Do you know how many times I tell my clients to date? Mm-mm. Once a month, twice a month, maybe. Meet two men. Find two men that you would like to meet a month. Ooh, a month. Because tricky. you will burn out. Dating is a drag. It is. You it will really burn is. out. I, wa- I was watching the show Find Me. What Find Me, my man. Find Me, my man on TLC. It is hilarious. It is hilarious because these women come to this. Um, the date, uh, what is she called? A dating coach. She hooks people up for a living. Yeah. Basically. And then so she interviews you and then she gets. A group of men, mm-hmm. and, and then they sit there, and then you like watch them through a screen screening a wh- process. Yeah, screen yeah. process. And then the women always pick the wrong guy, right. you know. And then she says, "No, that's not the guy for you because you are like this, 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 and this. Uh, you should go for that." And they always go, "No, I don't like that one. That one is mm-hmm. boring." And then it's like, "That's and they the end one up having the best date yeah, ever." That's the one for you. Well, you know, in in America, and I'm sure it's the same here. Dating clubs uh, usually have attractive women, but really geeky men. Mm-hmm. So if you want to, so, oh, because because a, very hip men really don't need to go to a dating club. Side. Okay. What they, they do is they go on the internet. 
yeah. they go on a dating site where they can, if, let's say they're the president of Investec and he's single mm-hmm. and he would advertise anonymously on the internet on a dating site. He wouldn't. Movie stars are on the internet. Everybody's on the internet, but it's anonymous, it's you anonymous. know, okay. so they can do it easily can do it easy. and they can pick the other person. They don't have to be picked and they don't even have to, if they don't have a photograph on, yeah. they can look through all the women they're interested in, if it's a male, and then they can send them a note and say, I'll send you my picture, you know, I'll send you my picture mm-hmm. if you're interested in my profile. See? A very, but you have to go through a thousand of those to find the right so, people. So w- what do you say to someone who says dating sites are for shy people who don't have a proper approach physically? <laughs> wow. No, I don't think so. I mean, there's, of course, that's true. Uh, you know, there's there's people that misrepresent themselves. There's people that are undesirable uh, physically that feel that they need to hide <laughs> behind, uh, you know, a dating site. But uh, there are many desirable people on dating sites on the Internet. Many. Many. You just don't know who they are. You have a question? No, I'm just just <laughs> shocked at everything she's saying. I, I never ever thought about trying a dating site. In my mind, you meet a guy like at the club or when you're out for lunch with your friends, you exchange numbers and you take things from there. No, you, and you know another thing, he should be the one calling you. I would never exchange numbers. With, I mean, I'd take his card, but I'd never call him. I would never have my client call a man ever. Oh, you see, you, if, if you if you're a woman, and a man hands you his card, and you hand and you hand him his his card, and you call him, you have no way of measuring whether or not he's even interested in you. That is so true. I mean, you've given him a card, and you've called him. I mean, what's that going to do for you? It's not going to make you feel good about yourself. That's but it, true. but if you're attracted to him and he calls you. You're going to feel good. Mm-hmm. Okay, Bonnie, I think uh, I kind of get it here. Uh, <laughs> you know what it's called, Penny? It's called how to lo- fall in love with yourself so somebody else can. How mm. to fall in love with yourself so that somebody so th- else can. Somebody else can. Yeah. How do you do that? That's the bottom line of what I'm talking about. And also, how does he make me feel about me? Mm. That's a big question women don't want to ask do themselves. Less how to fall in love with yourself so that someone else Somebody else can. Hmm. What was the third one, Kitler? How to fall in love with yourself so somebody else can. And how does he make me feel about me? How does he make me feel about me? Yes. So those are the three things I think that we we learned uh, today. Mm. Okay. What are, the, what are the things not to do on a first date? Well, I, t- I think I explained it by being keeping things light and enjoying. I mean, yes, Penny, yes. I talked to you out there. You have a wonderful personality. You're full of joy. You have a happy face. You're very engaging. There's a million things you could talk about on a first date that has absolutely nothing to do with relationships. And if you do want to find out about what his status is, you can ask him briefly about, you know, is he divorced? You know, what happened? You can you could ask them that somewhere in the evening, but I wouldn't belabor it. And you can talk about a million things. I mean, your background alone is very interesting. And if he's the right kind of guy, you're not going to intimidate him. Mm. I've seen a few You've had a big career. I've seen a few people shake. <laughs> Are all main dogs? I think this is like... Ooh, I'm just asking because... because that's what you ask when you're in your 20s. Let her speak. A lot of women ask this question. They say, oh, all men are dogs, all men are dogs. But are they really? No. No, of course not. Absolutely not. Men operate in their best interest. We operate in our, our worst, worst interest. Remember that. Stop blaming. Look at yourself. 
Man. When my clients come to me, they cringe. They don't want to walk through the front door. I'm the nicest person in the world, but they walk in and they go, oh, I just didn't want to hear the truth because it's so difficult. And once they sit down and we talk about them changing and what they need to change and how they need to deal with things properly, and they start seeing the return and what's happening for them, they're so happy they came because you're just going to keep repeating the same pattern over and over again. All of us have patterns. Yes, we'll just we do. Keep repeating. It's so hard to find a good man, though. What is a that good is, man, then? Well, it depends on what your value system is. Aha. You know, it's all a mirror cheat. of what you want. I mean, if you have a, a strong core value and you want somebody who's going to be faithful, they have to come from a relatively normal family. You have to look at their childhood as well. You know, there's this is a very difficult generation. A lot of broken homes, a lot of alcoholism, yes. a lot of drug addiction, a lot of sexual abuse. So we're coming into generations that have a lot of trauma. And so you really don't know who you're meeting. And so if you're meeting an alco- uh, somebody who comes from an alcoholic system, for example, and many do, you really have to understand what the profile is of an adult child of an alcoholic because you've got to understand why this person is behaving a certain way if you're attracted to them. It just sounds like a lot of work. It is a lot of work. It is. You have to have information, and you also have to behave properly. For women, I find it relatively easy. It's just changing their minds about initiating everything and pursuing men. Once they stop doing that, really, basically, they have to do almost absolutely nothing but be charming. Do you think? Do you think um, (laughs) that's um, the downfall of this generation? If that's that, like women are very. We're confusing, you know, being empowered and being, you know, developed in other areas of our lives. And then we're bringing that into relationships, which yes. ultimately uh, goes into our homes. Yes, I do. And I think women want to get married. I think they want to fall in love. I think they want to have a baby or mm. whatever. I don't think things have changed very much. I just think society is telling you there's a different set of rules and there are not. And they're not. They're not. Okay. They're so, not winning. So we have to separate Well, then women are not winning. They're losing. Yes, they're single. Yeah, we are. They're just single. Everybody's single. Nobody can get a relationship going. I mean, it lasts for six minutes. They're not in a relationship. And then we just become angry and and they blame and bitter and blame and they blame and blaming and blaming. When you blame, you'll never know how to change anything. You have to acknowledge what it is about you that has to change. So it's up to you and you and me and me. It's our problem. Okay, so that's it, Katleko. We have a problem. We have to unlearn. <laughs> we have to change certain things. You're 25. You can correct it now. Do yeah. less. Do nothing. Do nothing. <laughs> do nothing. Have, she doesn't have. She's lovely. You don't have to do anything. You just have to be lovely and fabulous. And great company. And have, you know, and, and be fun. Okay. I'm looking at a man's face. Yeah, d- the yeah, controls, he, And he shakes his head all, all the, the time, time when I'm talking He's about men. So, and how to behave with men. And I, I could just reach over and I just love his little smile because he's going, yes, 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 yes. yes. Are you enjoying this conversation? Because he knows it's true. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just say yes. I agree with you, Miss Bonnie. Everything <laughs> you said you, is true. Yeah? So, I know you're not sucking up for any particular reason. I mean, I just know you agree. Okay. Yes. And incidentally, men come to see me as well, and they are really my easiest customers. Because what happens with men is when I give them a set of rules and regulations and what they should do, they follow them. They follow them to the letter, and they get what they want. All right, less is more. That's it. Uh, Bonnie, thanks very much for the education. (laughs) I can see you're thrilled. (laughs) I am. (laughs) We'll be back next week. Wow.